welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, the official podcast of MASH, the Marietta Atheist, Skeptics, and Humanists. I'm Don, and along with my co-hosts Jeff and Jerry, we'll bring you a bi-weekly look into the crazy world of religion from the perspective of three older, straight, cisgendered, monogamous, married white guys from the Bible Belt. Just remember, don't believe anything you hear on this podcast, or anywhere else for that matter, until you have taken the time to independently verify it for yourself. In other words, Google that shit. Spring morning to find myself a friend, someone I could believe in until the very end. I found myself the devil, he was sitting in a bar. He bought me 15 rum and cokes and then he went too far. Now the devil is my friend, the devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil go, the devil is my friend. Guitar! Welcome, everybody, to the Godless Heathens. I'm Don. I'm Jerry. And I'm Jeff. That isn't normal. It is not. Oh, my goodness. Uh, We messed it up. Well, we did move. But that's our... Yeah, the environment is what's going on. We're in Scottsdale Black. Still proudly lo-fi, but... Yeah. But... We're back in black. Higher-end lo-fi. My my wife needed her dining room back, so things happen. And she's not even sitting in it. No, she's not even sitting in it right now. She's doing something. She won't be back till later. I know that much. We did have a little follow-up, the last episode we did, about the billboard. We saw Jack, who paid for the billboard, and we had the burning question, well, how much does the billboard cost? Drum roll, 500 bucks, basically, for well, the monthly. Right, yeah, $1,000 yeah, initially up front. for the artwork and labor and all that, and then 500 a month after that. But he is planning on doing another one, it sounds like, near the Big Chicken, I think, off the 41. Yeah, and That would be another good location. He's also looking at going a little further into Atlanta as well, too. Right, yeah. You mentioned something about that. Yeah. But Jack did say, because our last conversation, too, we were kind of debating about, you know, are there other messages that might be, you know, more worthy of considering? And it sounds like Jack would be open to considering other yeah, we, we so we're going to spend his money. Yeah, yeah. sure. Thank you, Jack. Yeah. Appreciate well, it. Well, and the other thing that, that he said he'd certainly be open to if we want to do some kind of a fundraiser from our group yep. or do one on our own, you know, just, you know, we could do that. So spread the word. Is it still up? Has anybody been by? Yeah, yeah, I was just up there Friday. Yeah. Okay, so we're already out of January, so it's still up. Yeah. So free advertising <laughs> I, I, I guess you skip the uh you, you skip you probably did it in deference to me but you skipped the what you are drinking yes we oh, did oh yeah well we felt kind of bad that you're just yeah you, no you don't <laughs> no no you, no you don't at all <laughs> so, the look of insincerity on his face anybody who knows well, you have him, a reason you have a good reason yeah. well go ahead you guys you guys can, can right. rub it in so i'm drinking a bourbon barrel drafty kilt there's a tie-in because the bottle is black, and I knew we were going into the black studio, so I want to kind of keep it thematic, but it's made by Money Night, and it's awesome. And where where's that at? In Atlanta. Oh, okay. Brewery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt, the the Bible Study Brewery. Good job, Jeff. That's all right. Tom, what are you drinking? <laughs> uh, I'm having a, a Red Blend uh, Apothic Crush uh, one of the, from the Apothic family of uh, fine red wines. I'm going with the, uh, the Crush tonight. I'm drinking a Monster... Monster Energy. Monster Energy Absolute Zero, which is my favorite. So I'm going to be speaking really fast by the end of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not as mockable as the kombucha that I had before, which you did (laughs) roundly mock me for. Yeah, yeah. This is two in a row that you were doing 
But but tonight you're going you're going to play hockey. So, I am. So I understand so why drinking would be would be bad. Yeah, don't don't drink and skate. They that say. would be drink, skate, and puke. You don't want to do that. <laughs> Not on the ice. No, Zamboni can't be, clean that up. It'd be a either. bad luck. Yeah. No. Well, our first story we want to talk about is the the new chair at your beloved at my beloved you, you the you uh, yes uh, been been a you fan for a long time and I, I remember when this came out in 2000, 2016, they announced that a wealthy businessman South Florida Lewis I'm going to go with Abignani that's perfect we're going to say that, that, that that's what pronounced. we're going with yep. 84 years old from Florida and he donated 2.2 million dollars to the school. And it's the Abignani Foundation Chair for the Study of Atheism, Humanism, and Secular Ethics. And I remember he donated the money for that particular reason. It's the first, well, second school. There's a small school in California um, that has a, a similar course study. Did Epignani go to this school, or what's what's the tie-in? I don't, I don't know think if he so. actually went to the school. He just is a Floridian and... Uh, the article, the and you should read it, the article in The Atlantic, it's a really good article. I thought it was excellent mm-hmm. because it talks about new atheism. It talks about how this guy came to atheism, which was more on the line of you and I because yes. he was Catholic, yes. that he made his money. In the Barbizon School Barbizon of Modeling. Modeling. Yeah, that was, Modeling. Was that cool or not? Yeah. Like, I remember those old commercials back in, on acting. the Superstation, you know, back in the 70s. You know. Always it's a lot like a scam, though. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it like dental hygienist school or court reporting. You know, you got to file the you got a captive audience during Jerry Springer. Yeah, yeah. or uh, court shows. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't remember that. You don't remember the Barbizon School of Modeling? Oh, yeah. oh it was a radio, as a radio staple too. Oh yeah, and you know, you know, one of the reasons you don't know is you don't remember it. Is because there's not that many supermodels that, that came up through the Barbizon ranks. <laughs> yeah. That I, that at least that, that I, that I know. I'm an avid follower of the model world. Well, but, it sounds like a place you go for a haircut. What? Well, he, you know, <laughs> that's, that's a stupid name. He, he, he made a ton of money. Yep. And donated 2.2 million in, of it to the school. And wow. to his credit, put Step, money where his mouth is, is to set up an academic chair on atheism. And he's a, he's kind of a, sounds like he's kind of a fire breather. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, they, he donates to. I think he very much wanted this to be a a mouthpiece for, you know, new, new atheism, so to speak. Ah, I said, I didn't, I didn't get that impression. Well. Wait, for new atheism? Or just for atheism oh, okay. in general. Yeah. You know. He's going to, because that's part of the article, is that you can, you can donate and the schools will be. Happy to cash oh, your absolutely. check and put your name on a building, right? And then they will tell you that there's academic freedom, and it feels like they slowly whittle away the some of the intent that you had mm-hmm. going into it, and not to sanitize it. But the more I read the article, I read this with excitement. We this need more is, of this. this. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is awesome. The fact that it's in the Atlantic. You know, as well. Oh, yeah, well. yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, That's a well-read publication. You know, this and... isn't Free Thinkers Quarterly or something. You know, this was <laughs> mainstream, you know. Yep. Uh, DIY podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but now, is U of M, what kind of school, I mean, is it? Is it's a it, private. Well, I know, but I mean, um, is it is it progressive? Is it conservative as far as? 
Because, you know, I know UGA tends to be a little on the conservative side. It's the UGA's in in the middle of, you know, the country. Right, right. Um, Miami is, you know, it's just in Miami. It's, um, yeah, Coral Gables right outside of Miami. You know, it's gorgeous. I would assume that it's more liberal just because it's a college campus, right, uh, you right. know. And Miami, yeah. And you got to have cash to go there. Oh, yeah. It's okay. very expensive, you know. yeah. private. But I didn't know it was, it was private. I thought U of, had, U of M had to be a public mm-hmm. university. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, you know, like the, the University of Detroit is a Jesuit school. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I think some of the city yeah, schools yeah. are. But yeah, but it's not a state school right, like right, Florida yeah. State, University of Florida. Right. Know, okay. One of those. It, gotcha. Yeah. His foundation supports critical thinking and humanistic values. And he's given money to the American Humanist Association and the Secular Coalition for America. But he's also given money to to them. So they talk about new atheism. And the more you read about what they... So when when you think of an atheist or a chair on atheism, you think... Where are they going to get somebody to head an atheism study? Well, why not go to Notre Dame? A Catholic. <laughs> I mean, seriously. College. I mean, that was yeah. the first thing that was like, okay. And the the academic community, they, they thought that they thought that was great. And there's an article, the friendly atheist, whose name I cannot remember it, right now. Yeah, Meta. Meta. says that it was that he thought it was great that it, it wasn't a it wasn't an angry white guy. Which kind of tells you something about the opinion of atheists that it is a lot of angry There's white guys. And that stereotype. Which doesn't yep. do us any favor as nope. three occasionally angry white guys <laughs> set up around a mic and start talking about atheism. Yeah, we, yeah, we haven't mentioned his name yet. Only, only because we're going to butcher that son of a bitch too. So we're going <laughs> to let you do it. Go for All it. Right. Go for it. Um, I just got chocolate. It's got a it's got a J in the middle of the first name Engine. I'm, I'm assuming I, I would think the J may be silent even an on or something. I don't know. But uh, Chakravarty is the last name. Perfect. Perfect. C H A K R A V A R T T Y. Chakravarty. Got it. You nailed it. He was a professor of metaphysics and philosophy of science at the University of Notre Dame. And he says he's not interested in disparaging religion, which or being uh-uh. like an advocate. Well, he says he's rather taking a look at why some people believe in God and why others don't. And in the more optimistic project of exploring what an ethical and contemplative way of life without God might look like. That doesn't sound like atheism. atheism. (laughs) I mean, that sounds like a philosophy course, which is kind of his wheelhouse. Right, right. And I can't remember where I saw it at or, or where I read it at or where I heard it at. There was some talk about he was going to be basically bringing some of the classes he taught at Notre Dame and going to just teach them. And I'm sure he didn't have atheism in his title, especially not not the hell of halls of Notre Dame. You know, I want to see what the courses are once the whole, you know, machine is up and running, so to speak. Right. That's kind of the unknown is yeah. what, what all is going to be in. And is this a single course or is he going to have multiple courses? You know, have multiple like a, courses, uh, yeah. but they're not necessarily dealing with atheists. So if you were going to University of Miami and you were an atheist, what kind of course would you like? What, what kind of course would interest you like now? Like if you were going into the now and the contemplative for me, 
at least the contemplative life of a, you know, contemplative study of a life without God, that doesn't yeah, yeah. grab me. Mm-mm. But is, ex- that, is that who this is aimed at? That's what I'm curious about. Or is this aimed for the nuns? Well, so, yeah, so he talks about the nuns. He also talks about his, he plans to ensure that his courses and programs are open to students of all convictions. Okay. Yeah, because. Well, yeah. No shit. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean what, what classes aren't? I mean, you could take a Bible. You can take how many universities have historical Bible classes? Yeah, the history. Like all of them. And yes, if you are a non-believer, humanist, an atheist, or whatever, sure you're welcome to come. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's going to be about the Bible, and this doesn't feel like it's about. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like it's about atheism. And I guess that part kind of disappoints me and leaves me cold because I guess I would want it more. I would like some some level of maybe not advocacy, but maybe it'd be considered advocacy. But can can an atheist professor not stand up for friggin' atheists? I would think so. I, I, mean, I, I certainly little, doesn't feel like it. A little outreach to the community, so you know, so to speak. But it feel it just feels like even even that quote. When you turn a spotlight on something so as to understand it well, a lot of misconceptions, misapprehensions, and false beliefs with respect to that thing are revealed. And that's Chakravarti. Yeah. So. And he's referring to atheism. Yeah. I, I sound, uh, yeah. Well, so is that trying to break down the stereotypes? Is that what he's? Well, he says that them? any advocacy will occur by accident. Like, really? Him him pushing mm-hmm. atheism as a worldview, I guess. If he is doing any of that is purely accidental, is what he was getting at. Well, then why are, why are yeah. you why are you the chair of an atheism? May I be I either fundamentally misunderstand or I have like uh, unrealistic expectations yeah. of a professor. But maybe you don't need to be a table pounding advocate. But when you say that the advocacy will occur by accident, there doesn't feel like there's any pride about it. And maybe I would expect a class to be somebody where an atheist can walk in, not to be not challenged, but with your head held high. Mm-hmm. Because every other class like that, there's religions of the world and there's historical Bible classes and well, any atheism advocacy, that's on you. Mm-hmm. We're going to teach you something different. Yeah, like, it's, what, are, what are you teaching him? What I'm kind of wondering if, if what he means by will occur by accident is he's he's not going to be actively advocating atheism. Yeah, but if you're so or, if or you're teaching if you're teaching the humanism. concepts of humanism and then what's and, and eth- secular sec- ethics ethics secular ethics yes separation church and state and yes. you know, some of those kind of things that you're logically you know people that that are using their critical thinking skills and mm-hmm. I would assume that's mm-hmm. going to be part of this course on some level that you're going to fall into that ad- advocacy so it's not forced upon you up front but it's like that's a logical conclusion if you you know go through the course that's what it sounds like to me if you're doing it right mm. well and you know and it depends on the ears of the student too if they're hearing it right if an evangelical student is going to take this course they're going to have blinders on they're going to have you know you know, like like the, the god glasses, they right? See everything yeah. through the god yeah, glasses. Yeah, like the thing you went to at KSU. They oh, were all in that in that bubble. 
And so they wouldn't be open to a course like this other than to see how they can discard that, discard that, you know, to support their, their worldview. But those that are going into it that are actually questioning life and questioning their worldview, questioning the religion of their parents, you know, they may fall into atheism. So that's what I'm kind of wondering if he's, if, if he's talking about that, is, is a course may flip some of those switches by accident. So they mention in the article that higher education has, quote, a long history of atheist professors being pushed out of universities. Pushed out. Yeah. And one of the examples that motivated Apignani to eventually become an atheist mm -hmm. was pushed out himself. The, the professor was. So mm -hmm. by that backdrop, why shouldn't there be or why can't there be a little bit of atheist pride? Because I think that, you know what it feels like? It feels like you, that like the atheist chair is still kind of in the atheist closet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was just thinking the same thing. If 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 somebody is it would, was the chair of the LGBTQ, you know, studies department, would they be an advocate for LGBTQ issues? You think? Probably. You know, but, I would think that yeah, you know. But in the early stages of that, and yeah. I'm not sure what courses they might have had, might have just started mm -hmm. out on basic sexuality. You know, where that concept was slowly introduced. You have to kind of walk before you run is just kind of what I'm thinking. How long do we how long do we have to walk for though? I mean, seriously, how long do do we have to walk? To the LGBT example, yeah, they're probably an advocate, maybe inside the classroom, but probably outside for in, sure. In the community as well. But, yeah. You know, yeah, you're going into that class, I would assume. Never having taken one. Yeah. But you're not going to go in with a an idea that somehow this professor is on the fence about it. You know, you're not going to go in thinking, well, is he really going to be an advocate or is, he, is this really a, a, a cloaked conversion therapy class? You're not going to get that. They're going to be... Probably up front with the fact that it's okay, that it's something that the world needs to get in line with, and there's going to be an academic foundation on it. But I would assume that that academic foundation is not based on whether or not the LGBT issues or being part of that community is somehow in question. Well, let, let me throw this out because... You know, this class hasn't started. So it's going to start in July, July. of this yeah. year. So this article was probably pulled from, you know, perhaps interviews, but also probably from press releases. And I'm guessing in press releases, they're going to want to kind of soft sell. Yeah, I thought about that. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, before because otherwise the parents are going to be, you know, some of the parents or the main contributors, you know, if they're conservative to the U of M. If they say, oh, this is going to be a pro-atheist, just like, you know, if it was a pro-gay lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, try course, to convert right. people yeah, to there, being There gay, may be you know. some pushback before yeah. it even gets off the ground. So I'm just kind of wondering if, if they're trying to. But this is this is not Liberty University. No, no. Well, that's that's yeah. Bob yeah. Jones. And, and, Definitely and, not that. It's yeah. not like they have to worry about the legislature cutting their fund. They're a private institution. They yeah, I don't know who their, who their money. main yeah. fundraisers are, you know, the contributors, so. Well, I know one that that gave him two point two million dollars. Yeah, Louis, <laughs> yeah. oh Louis, they, they certainly took the check. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, and they and they hired somebody, and I certainly have, am not qualified to disparage this guy's no. academic qualifications. I'm sure. I'm sure he's highly qualified. Uh, no question. 
for a philosophy know. department. You know, right? But it, but the fact that it comes from the philosophy department yeah. and it it almost feels abstract. Exactly. You know, and it's these issues are not abstract. The question I I keep going back to is 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 it, in with the same analogy, um, you've got an LGBTQ studies or African-American studies uh, chair. If there's a an event, a parade, a convention, something going on in Miami uh, that the the LGBTQ chair would be at that event. Right. From reading the article, if I don't know if there is a South Florida Free Thought Convention or a Miami, you know, I've atheist convention. I've never heard of one. I've, heard of one. I have no idea if there's there very well be one. By reading this article, I can't tell if he would attend, if he would be asked to speak. Or, or or anything. That's a good point because I've never seen that name anywhere in like the humanist conventions no. or atheist conventions. And, and not or... that I would expect them to go out and hire David McAfee or or Matt Dillhunty or you know somebody that's on the circuit, so to speak, right, of, right. of the atheist conventions. And but you would think that he would be at least plugged into right, the right. whole atheist movement uh, to Anthony, some extent. Anthony Penn would be an example. I think he teaches like a, a religious history kind of course. But he's plugged into the humanist community. Yeah, he's I've, done conventions, he's done talks and things like that. He's on the internet, I, so he's he's well known. This guy I've never heard of. So nowhere in this article that I, that I can re- recall, at least, they don't talk about his the, his religious beliefs. No, not at all. He could not. be a Catholic for for all we know. There are going to be probably people within the. Um, higher education community and say that's exactly how it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to know because you're there to teach. There's not a litmus test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can teach Greek mythology without having to believe in Greek mythology. True. Well. So then is it wrong to expect? So why can't? So if there's... So there's nothing you... wrong with it, but I would like for the, the head of the atheism department at U of M to be an open atheist. I... Thank you. I, that's, I mean, Thank, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, is is that is that too is much that, to ask? Exactly, right. <laughs> but do we know yeah. that he's not? Well, we don't. But we don't know that he is, and that's the difference. If it was a, if it was an African American studies, and they hired one of us three, you know, the, the initial reaction News is like white dude. None of us know, are seriously white dude for the African. You know, it, it is right. Now that and that they go be, to a Catholic school. Not that all the teachers there are Catholic, sure. but they they plucked this guy from the philosophy department at a Catholic institution, the arguably premier one yeah. in the nation. You know, to argue the other side, that's identity politics at its worst. But we got we we as atheists, yeah, we get none of that. Yeah, there's no there's no identity politics at least from from this perspective. And yes, I would like the first atheist chair to say, I am an atheist. Yeah. Well, well, hold on. So in Hemet's article, he has a link because he says, I'm thrilled Miami picked somebody whose credentials are superb. So, And he's got, you know, so that's a hot link to his credentials, apparently. Right. But his credentials, that's an academic term. He's gone to the best schools. So nothing in there indicates his um, theology. Well, I would, as somebody who is pro atheism an atheist yeah i guess you know as somebody who wears that on his sleeve at least part of this podcast in that atlantic article never once was it it wasn't even questioned should the first professor of atheist studies be an atheist how do we know he's not though That's well what we the don't. fact that we don't know 
And the fact that the question wasn't asked as somebody in that group kind of lets me down. If he was an atheist, they'd have mentioned that. Whatever his story is, you know, I would have expected them to pull somebody from like one of the humanist chaplains, like a Bart Campolo or the guy at Harvard or... or yeah, Greg Epstein. You know, or like yeah. a Ryan Bell, you know, or somebody mm-hmm. like that. Those guys don't have, I don't believe, they, anyway, the academic I'm chops. sure they don't. Right. I'm yeah. sure this they guy, don't. This right. guy is yeah. right He's been in, in the, the mold. Yeah. Right. And... But this is, you know, th- this is his wheelhouse. Yeah, well, this is his. These are his academic credentials, and I'm not. And I'm. But is he I'm teaching not, the philosophy of atheism, or is he teaching? Is you know, he an atheist? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Is okay. he an atheist? And and when you donate money, and they talk about that in the article, that there's going to be, you know, your intent when you donate money, and then what comes out. There's there's a two sanitize, different things. Absolutely, yeah. and they acknowledge that. And the guy, the Epignani, he, says... He had no say in nope. who they hired. All, nope. yeah. And yeah. he says, but he's going to be watching. So maybe I wrapped up in atheist identity politics. But if you're the first one, especially if you're the first especially. one, at some point, say, I'm an atheist and it's not going to affect how I teach, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, but I'm an atheist. And could Epignani have said, I don't care who you hire, but I want them to be yeah. an atheist? They would probably balk at that. I remember the one thing that he did say is they named it the Epignani Foundation Chair for the Study of Atheism, Humanism, and Secular Ethics. And he required that atheism be the first word in the description. He department. had a line. He had, yes. That was his that line. That was his line is he definitely wanted to say atheism and he wanted to say atheism first. Still, it feels like on a lot of, the, in a lot of these podcasts, like that I'm thumbing my nose at progress. <laughs> Maybe I am, but I'm not getting any younger. And maybe as I guess, you know, the, the older I get, kind of the more impatient I get. Well, the one, th- one thing about I, stuff like this. One thing I, I did think of, and I don't know how true this is, but but maybe being that it is the first one, they they went safe uh, because if this is a success, we're going to have more wow. of these. How are you going to find success? On, yeah, exactly. On other colleges, might have somebody a little more firebrand. Well, then. Mr. Chakra exactly. But it's also kind of a blueprint. If they do 10 of these and they're all, you know, people that we don't know if they're atheists or not or, you know, or whatever, then then there's a, there's a trend that, that, that we need to, so hey. Should we, should we be happy about that, though? No. We should, should we be, so should we, should we be happy up. with 10? Yeah. 10? I mean, this, this guy's credentials are impeccable. Mm-hmm. He's a terrific speaker, probably a great person. I would probably love to hear him speak. But the identity part of me is like, wear it on your sleeve. And if they have 10, should we be happy that there are 10? Or is there going to be disappointment that there are 10, but doesn't really feel like they're advocating and they're going to say that they're not supposed to be advocating and they're not fighting for a cause, that there are causes being fought in college classes and donating money. Do you think the Koch brothers, who give shit tons of money, oh, yeah. don't have a cause in mind when they give this money? And I guess it almost feels like we should be happy. Hey, we got one. But, you or know, we, we? we got, well, we? does it feel a little bit like a pat on the head? Is it just too much to ask that the first atheist professor that they make a big deal out of it doesn't say or won't say that he's an atheist. And from the academic standpoint, that's probably the the way that it's supposed to be done. But it also, to your point, feels safe, mm-hmm. feels non-threatening, 
feels non-controversial. We don't want to upset the donors. Don't or we don't want to take call. We don't want to take angry parent calls. And it's a gilded academic closet now because we we don't want to advocate because we're a, we're an institution of higher learning. We don't we do don't that. We don't want to offend. Right. Mm. We, well, <laughs> we want to teach critical thinking. We're not going to tell you to believe in the Bible. We're not going to tell you not to believe in atheism. I mean, you don't have to. But the guy that's the atheist chair says, you know what? I'm an atheist. That's not going to affect blah, 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 how I teach. But I'm an atheist. And as an atheist, I want to hear that. I think Maybe I'm this, not the audience for the yeah, for this, yeah. though. But I would think from the student's standpoint, too, knowing that up front would be helpful in their conversations back and forth as well. Knowing that he has a position and he's not just, you know, whatever. He's not like a postmodernist that, that takes whatever position. He's not going to take a position. Doesn't seem like well, it. yeah. I mean, at this point, and I did a quick Google search under his name and atheist, and nothing real clear came up that you know stood out that showed that he claimed that name. So, I mean, that kind of feeds to your point is it's very cloudy right now. But you know, that said, which is a term I kind of hate, but I said it. <laughs> this is a progressive step, I think. You know, so I'm glad this, um, you know, this Lewis. Epignani is doing this. Absolutely. I mean, so it's a step forward, and it's generating some some press and some conversation. You know, polite press. There's no controversy. There's nobody screaming about it. He doesn't sound like somebody that you can scream at. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you're yeah, not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna get the academic folks get the best credentials. They're gonna say that Miami picked a great guy. I don't see many atheists going. Mm. Oh, I mean, he is is happy is. He seemed happy. He said he's thrilled. <laughs> they picked somebody with credentials who doesn't fit the stereotype of the angry white atheist. Boy, what a decision that is. <laughs> what, if, what if they, do, and I'm sure he has equally as good credentials. Who, haven't? No, I'm just, oh. I'm, I'm, I was thinking uh, Daniel Dennett, who is a philosophy professor, Tufts University. Is he, I don't know, is he the chair of philosophy at I Tufts know. University? Uh, Google that shit. If they'd have hired somebody like that, one of the four horsemen of you new atheism, yeah, yeah. what would the story be? You know, what would the narrative be then? That's a good question. That that's kind of a sucky choice. But he's got great credentials and what's the what's the line? Well, in quotation, angry white atheist shows that there's already that stereotype that he's even And he's here. on our side. I know. Yeah. I know. And and, and there is a huge middle ground between an angry white stereotypical atheist and somebody who can say I'm an atheist, not a fire-breathing hater. Yeah. I don't want that. That's mm. that, those. I think new atheists, which is a topic for another conversation, they they present a terrible, and we've we've kind of talked about it. They can present a terrible image of atheists, but this guy isn't on the team, right? Well, mm. yeah. I mean, that would be another interesting topic. You know, I'm anti-theist also if you're talking evangelicalism, if you're talking fundamentalist religion. And, you know, the four horsemen, that's who they seem to be most anti. Anti-theist. Yeah. And because I, I think... Um, that's, a, that's a biblical term, by the way. What is? Four horsemen. Well, I, Revelation, book of Revelation. But I think Dennett, you know, if you read some of his stuff, he's not anti religion. He's just anti-stupid religion. There is a misconception. But you know where that, you know where he stands on the central question. Yeah, we do, but he still, I think, has this misrepresentation out there that he's one of these angry white atheists, and he's not. And if you listen to Dawkins speak, um, I, don't, I don't get the impression he's an angry 
anti-theist either. Mm, it depends on the well, interview and depends on the... But yeah, but usually the interview, if, if he's talking with somebody that isn't evangelical, you know, yeah, he's going to definitely push back much harder. I've never heard, and that would be interesting to do, is to have an atheist debate a progressive Christian. You know, because I don't think they would have nearly as much problem with, with them as they would the evangelical. Uh, you know, but when, but when we put rabbit ourselves trail, into trail. the de- when we <laughs> potentially need a sound effect for that. <laughs> but those, what good does a debate do? What a, well, a okay, debate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. but that's the that's always the forum, though, isn't it? It's 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 a con- it's it a confrontation. Right, right. It should be a conversation, not a confrontation. It should be a back and forth dialogue, not traditional debate for the structured time right right collegiate yeah. scoring yeah. points I debate hate that. yeah but do yeah. you think do you think five minute opening it, it's feed yeah. off of that though feed off of that format i i personally don't i prefer I don't to watch a conversation you know where people are actually either questioning one another so it's it's not like you have to take notes to you know think about how, what you're going to do against them but if you actually have a conversation where you're questioning one another we're we're still trying to work on doing that thing at the Woodstock questioners about having, a, um, you know, a, a conversation. That's how I I wanted to structure it. Is is not a debate, but it's a conversation where you can actually learn. I guess the disappointment is he's not really going to represent atheists. He's as far as we advocate. can tell, as far as we can tell, I mean, this is we're kind of prejudging. No, we're not because there's zero <laughs> zero evidence that he is none. Not very clear. You know, it, it is yeah. clear. Uh, but in your and you are being not you're clear. being so even-handed, <laughs> you're being incredible. I didn't realize you could bend over that far <laughs> backwards. That's pretty impressive yoga. Well, but you there's know, no evidence of it. I haven't deeply Googled. I've only surface Googled. So, but the, the you shouldn't have to. Right, right. I mean, you should you, see that he appeared at this to. conference. It's or not on his website. Wrote this book or yeah, yeah he's something. Not what he's given a speech not here. Not what there. he's about. Yeah. So. But did the university choose him, or did Epignani had no say in who the hire was? You would probably say, you know, it's good that he's starting the conversation, and I acknowledge it. But I'm still kind of bumming out. Yeah, well, you know, and that's the thing. Take another sip of Monster. (laughs) Monster. (laughs) Wild man. I mean, there are other vehicles for this conversation to take place, you know, such as the Secular Student Alliances. It wouldn't be a course. But it would at least be a place to have conversations. We won't know, but I'm going to guess. No, I won't even guess. Should this guy in this class talk about the bakery stories? Because there was one this week in liberal California. And it didn't go our way. It did not. But it wasn't the liberal parts of California. A lot of people have that misconception that California is all liberal. So the the lead line in the BBC story is a California baker can refuse service to same-sex couples over her religious objections and right to free speech, a superior court judge has ruled. Because it's an artistry. Uh, who gives a shit? <laughs> that was, I think that was what the argument was. Is and that, artistic, that, that artistic it violates her Christian beliefs and free religious expression. But where do you draw the line at that? Because like you said, I, that's the way I understood it too, is because she's creating one of a kind. Right. Well, so what? Well, that, that that was my point. Is is what if you call Publix and you want whatever, but the, the on a cake, cake, and they the, go, no, I'm not putting that on there because of my religious belief. They, they, but the cake did not have a message on it. 
The state argued that the First Amendment did not apply since the couple had asked for a cake without a message. So it didn't say, you know, congratulations, can you put two women kissing on it? Nothing of the sort. This was a naked cake? No, it's not a naked cake. It's a cake that the atheist chair would probably approve of because it's not an advocacy one. (laughs) (laughs) But in all seriousness, it's not. It was the fact that it was two women. It was for a gay wedding, that was enough. But what was it about the cake? There was something about the cake that made it an artistic expression. Because it wasn't, like, you couldn't go in the window and say, ah, oh, the chocolate one? I want, I, want, I want the chocolate one. They say, no, we want. They didn't say it, but it was custom. Okay. But there was no message on it. It was the sheer fact that it was for a gay couple that's, was enough. That's messed up. Wow. I thought there was like they they refused to put words or something on there or you know nope she wow. would she was going to refer them to their competitor because she does not condone same sex marriage so that is oh it's for an atheist party nope not going to do it oh it, it, this is uh, you know you're African American you're Asian mm-hmm. you're this mm-hmm. you're that nope I mean seriously what the hell yeah that, yeah I mean that'd be like a Reformation Brewery. Yeah, we did a beer meet up there a couple of years back, something like that. And I, I told them up front because I didn't realize what their background was, that we we're a, a humanist, atheist group, this meeting here for a beer meetup. They didn't have any problems. Found out later, as I got talking to them, the guys that own it, one of them is a, is a pastor and a conservative pastor. At, that's the name Reformation. Hmm. Brewery. But they were fine taking, taking our money well, and, and serving the product. Isn't and, that the way... It should be. be. And it's the way yeah. it is kind of like about, you know, the law. I don't understand why you would want to purposely or, you know, intentionally turn away business. That just doesn't make sense to me. Oh, this is Jeff the Capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ask my customers, uh, so what are your, what's That's your true. theology? Oh, yeah. you should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you'd be out of business. Uh, but. Did you vote for Trump? <laughs> Boom, out of here. <laughs> but that's scary that that went against the couple. Are they going to take it to a higher up court then? Because you said this was like a, near Bakersfield, something like that. Yeah, like East Kern County. Yeah. Where yeah, it's, I, it's out in Farmville. So that's definitely more conservative. And look, you know. Is that what's his name's district? I don't know. Oh. Nunez? Uh, Nun- is it Nunez? Nunez? I, know he, I know he's got a lot of farmland in his district. Because he was a farmer, which makes you perfectly... So the bakery owner said she was very happy to serve everything from my cases to anybody, but she could not be part of a celebration that goes against my Lord and Savior. So so it's not... So if they wanted to buy a pre-made cake in the, in the window... And take it, she their, had to do take like it to a, their gay wedding. She would have been fine with that. Yes, but, but she see, didn't. She didn't want to create a new piece of art. I guess edible artistic uh, expression. Yeah. <laughs> so know, as long as she decorated before she had the information, but once she had the information, she didn't want to go. <laughs> that offended her. Couldn't do it. If she gets away with that, you want to live in a country? Of course you don't. That you can be. You couldn't be served. I just say put a, a sign in your window that we're evangelicals here, so, you know, then I will not shop there. No, no, that's different, though. You're making a choice at that point. Well, you, you, if they you're making to... a choice yeah, where to take your mm-hmm. dollar right. to. I want to know if they're... As opposed to you, want to you you want to take your dollar somewhere and they won't take it from you. If this passes, mm-hmm. I would want to know... That this baker is a moron. They're a bigot. They're a racist. Whatever. You know, but you're giving like, them. You're giving them. An, well, see, that's. But that's still. That business is going to drop dramatically. But I that's, bet, that's, that's that switches it though. I mean, 
you could say the other way. I want to be able to, to go into any store, you know, and, and buy gas or a cake. People still buy things at stores. You know, you can't get that. Well, you might be able to get that from Amazon in the Probably. next six months. And they'll sell it to you when they put everybody out of business. But Have a drone um, drop your gay wedding cake. <laughs> <laughs> from Whole Foods? Yeah, just go pick it up and yeah. drop it, you know, in, in, at the ceremony. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, so you got Hobby Lobby. So if, you know, they decided that they're not going to sell stuff to gay or lesbians or atheists or whatever. That's a huge company. That's a little bit different than just one little cake store. You can go into Hobby Lobby as an atheist and buy a candle and leave. It's it's not, not a big thing. But let's say for the sake of argument that Hobby Lobby had a, they did glitter and glue and made posters for, you know, for you. So your you kid didn't have to do it himself. If, if you were to go in there and get some atheist poster. Now, again, it's a one-person bakery versus a huge corporation, but the owner of Hobby Lobby just happens to be at the glitter and glue station that day. Would he do it, or would he turn that away? You or know? does he have the right to yeah. turn you away? There is no God. I want it in glitter and glue. Is that possible, or, or would he, you know, buck that? No, yeah, sir. You, you know take you gonna, take your seven dollars across the street. We're, to, we're gonna you know? we're gonna go to, we're gonna go to Hobby Lobby and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna ask for materials because we're gonna do the billboard, a do-it-yourself billboard outside the Big Chicken during the Christmas season that spreads an atheist message. Yeah. And we're gonna do it ourselves. So we need a <laughs> lot of stuff. What's well, different? That's going buying the stuff and doing the artistic work yourself. I, I want Hobby True. Lobby to do True. my artistic work. Is what I'm what I'm saying. Can they can they at that point? Refuse because it's because it goes against could, their Lord and Savior. Well, yeah, I mean with the current administration, a, and yeah. if they change, the I don't Supreme know why Court. it would why it would matter. You know, the, the judge in this case said the wedding was an example of the couple engaging in speech. Yeah, which could not be quote a greater form of expressive conduct. A wedding is speech. I, I don't get that. They weren't doing the wedding right there. If they were doing the wedding in the bakery, yeah, then it would be speech. But. So he's making he's making the the determination that if since it's not pre made and off the shelf, then you can't ask somebody to do something that they're going to find offensive. Can you force a painter to a religious painter to paint for you a non religious or, or anti religious painting? What if they wanted to celebrate their day? They're big. A gay. They want to hire a, a portrait painter to right. paint them. Right. And the evangelical portrait painter say, no, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Even if we bring you the Olin Mills picture and you can clip it on and do it from that. <laughs> right. You know? right. But let, me, let me flip this though. Let's, so, so, Don, you got a cake shop now. Okay. Uh, Don's Cakes. Excellent. Don's Cakes. Best cakes in and the county. So, right. uh, evangelical walks in there and says, hey, I want you to make me a cake with uh, Jesus on the cross. Oh, Jesus let me stop died. you right there, sir. Let me stop you right there. Uh, I will not be not be making that cake. Now, if I happen <laughs> to have a Jesus on the cross cake out in my uh, window in, here. In Don's Atheist Cake you, Shop. Yeah, you're more than welcome to take that one home. I'm not going to spritz that you stuff can't make on me, in yeah, front you of you. You can't make me spend my, you know, my time to do my artistic work. But would you would you really do that? No. You know, I'd take their money and make them their silly little cake. Because <laughs> I'm in the cake making business. How hard is that? Yeah. yeah. Just make them a cake and send them on down the road. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'd charge them more. Well, okay. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's do that. Why okay. not? It's my shop. Okay. Let's, let's, <laughs> it's let's, discriminatory. Let's take do it down that. a notch. Okay. So... Oh, your cake, cake shop. Yeah. Uh, Neo Nazi walks in. They want a swastika, swastika. cake. You know, I, I saw something about this on, and I, and I always assumed it was one of these fake things that you know gets passed around Facebook, where they wanted a rebel flag cake from the Walmart. Wouldn't do it. So they somebody else called in and ordered an ISIS cake, and then they went and picked it up and took a picture of it. And it was the ISIS, the black flag, you know, with the circle. And, okay. And I, first of all, 
I'm know. not sure I believe that. I, I, oh, I said it yeah, was. Yeah. To me, it looked like a fake news story from but, some, that you know some idiot uncle that you know. Do you? you everybody knows what the stars and bars looks. Does everybody know what the ISIS flag? No. I mean, and wasn't ISIS like one of the gods way back when too? Maybe it was. Maybe they thought it was that. Right, the the TV show in the seventies. Yeah, she uh, who was that? Used to come on right after right Shazam. <laughs> so you make the swastika cake, right? Yeah. Are you for? Are you forced to? So I think no, ACLU. Yeah, I mean, there's two sides. To fought it, guess, for so. the the Nazis' right to march That's the in Stoke, Illinois. Argument, by the way, you know? right there. Yeah, that you just made. So is there something you want to tell us? <laughs> That that because that is that is no, that's but I'm just I'm argument. just saying you have to kind of think of you know if you're in that position what would you do as a cake maker as a cake maker or whatever yeah, I mean but people I mean, make that, you know all kinds of crazy cakes so would you make it and just put like some spit in there or something or that would be against the law too <laughs> <laughs> who would know no that's in the bag you could you could probably you could you could probably slide a rainbow flag in there somewhere or uh, oh, you know, bury it but that, that would, you know that mix you know. a mix like a gold uh cross of david in with a batter but, that, but that's pour it not right a, into the pan that, or something that, that's not a good somebody not gets a, a prize that's not a good analogy though <laughs> okay so. because they didn't because the analogy would be the neo nazi came in and wanted a custom cake for the for, for the, the rally for the meeting for the rally yeah and it has it doesn't have a la- it doesn't have a logo on it it's just they want before they get their tiki torches and march through Charlotte, so they want to have a cake. cake. They want to have. They want to have a cake. I don't have one pre-made, so I have to make it for them. Right. They want a custom cake. And it's got no words on it. It's got no flag on it. Right. It's just a cake for the Nazis. Oh, I want to see what's so artistic about a plain cake thing, because that, that's like arguing both sides. That the bakers was saying this that it was a cake that had no words on it. It didn't but, have a message. But it wasn't a bl- It wasn't a plain cake. Is obviously if they're they were going to add some flowers or something. No, if they're bringing out their artistic whatever, you know, I don't know if you've seen Cake Wars or one of these type shows where they build all these elaborate great. Now they don't have any words on them, but you know, it's a monkey with a moving tail or some crazy (laughs) shit. You know, that's all made out of cake and you eat it. But if if that's the case, I like to see the cake. Well, not, why is it not that it really? Yeah, but I. I but you because it wasn't about it wasn't about the cake. It was about the fact that they that she did not want to use her artistic expression to have this cake go somewhere and be consumed by people she did not agree with, and that's different than make a swastika cake, make a Bible cake, make an atheist sign cake. It was the ceremony and the people. It was the people, not the actual cake. Now, if you said, you know, my I had relatives that died in World War II and, you know, by the Nazis, yeah. I am not going to put that on there. That's different mm. than these people walk in, they want a custom cake. But if it's a cake with, you know, flowers on it and whatever your artistic expression is, how do you say no? Well, I think the solution, if, if I was a baker, I would have like an automatic decorate a machine and the person would put in whatever they wanted the cake push some buttons and then that's what they do at Publix or that's what they do at the grocery store you can get it you can get a picture of anything yeah and have it right. so a machine does it yeah yeah See? the machine spits so it's out not the like person the, doing it, it's the robot well they didn't but they didn't computer doing it you know according to this at least that they didn't there wasn't a message on it it was just a fancy cake well that's what that's that's absurd See now you're back on our side <laughs> <laughs> I never left your side. What are you talking about? Well, I don't, I don't know. You're, you know, making these evangelical arguments. <laughs> but it's super easy, especially these days, to take offense. So was it today or yesterday at the prayer breakfast? That was this morning. 
do we get to be equally as outraged about that? I'm more out, outraged about the uh, that little prayer breakfast speech of Trump than I am. Well, I don't know, equally about this, I guess. I, but, but did you did you like the prayer breakfast anymore when Obama led it? I still cringe about the very idea because I, I know the history of it and all that. The history of it was intentionally to bring Christianity into government. But at least Obama had the balls to broaden the format to include other religions and people of no faith. So he kind of introduced the fact that there was the crusades and it's like, you know, yeah. we're not all perfect. So he was pretty ballsy in that thing, knowing that it was mainly a conservative. Right, being anti-crusades. That's ballsy. Well, yeah, I mean, you're saying that, you know, ISIS, they got their problems, but Christianity doesn't have a clean history either. So that was, I, I thought that was kind of, kind of cool that he dropped that stuff in. Yeah, there. but that, but. But they, they have it. They not only have it every year, but I bet this year's was rollicking. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, they had, you know, Trump there. He Paragon obviously doesn't you know, believe, you know, any of this stuff. But they're lapping that shit up like, you know, Joey Chestnut eating hot dogs, man. They're, <laughs> they're dunking the buns and the lemonade and everything. Man. It's ridiculous. Yeah, because what was different about this year is this was a totally evangelical teleprompter speech. Oh yeah, it was yeah, it was a huge Jesus circle jerk. Yeah, man, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> the whole, did you all, listen to it? Or? I did not. Oh, I was okay. on the road. I did not get a chance to listen yeah, to it. But well, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure that it was as bad as as, as I can imagine. Worse. But you're not worse. allowed to be offended because you're an atheist. What? You can't be offended. Do you have you ever heard a call to say you know we really shouldn't have the prayer breakfast because that that really does you know, lock in one form of religion. And that's not constitutional. And that's not what the country represents. You yeah, said that Obama tiptoed there. It's the it's government condoning one religion over all other religions because you know, just the fact it's a prayer breakfast. Prayer is not an essential part of all religions. So obviously evangelical, you know. That was the beginnings of it. White Christianity. Yeah. It wasn't, no one wasn't part of this. That book that we read, The Family, didn't yeah. they tie into this thing? Yes, yeah, in the early, yeah, the, the guy, and that's why I'm still drawing a blank on I should, the guy's I should name, read. but he's the one that started, it was part of the family. Yeah. yeah, so it was definitely an intentional attempt at bringing religion into the government. Yeah, yeah absolutely, it's trying to, trying to get a Christian influence yes. in yep. on the government. Yeah, and it started way back, I think Eisenhower was the first one that 50 did it. 50-something, 53, yeah. 52, yeah. something like that it started. Yeah, Eisenhower was kind of drugged into it, kicking and screaming, but he did it. And then from there on, it was a tradition. And So now, you know, they have the perfect guy because the he's perfect all... guy. Perfect. To represent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the yeah. guy that paid off the... Uh, stormy. Stormy... What's her name? Daniels. Stormy Daniels. Yeah, but that's that's their guy because Jesus saved them. We got a mulligan. Yeah, we got him a mulligan. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, so so tying back to our thing about the cakes, that's what's scary about this whole thing is now those people are in power. Even though Trump is not an evangelical, he's stacking he's, the courts with him. He is. Yeah, he's just appeasing his base. His base is solidly in that camp. The cake bakers, I'm sure, voted for Trump. Well, I'm, that was my wonder is this judge because it's California, but it's a state judge. I, I didn't know if this was a recent pointy of uh, on Trump's behalf or but uh, for understand it's a state. Well, probably one judge. that feels empowered now. To be able to, yeah. That, you know, if it goes to the Supreme Court now, you know. They there got, already is one going to the Supreme Court. 
the Colorado one is Colorado, going to the Supreme Court. Yeah. The original one in yeah, Colorado yeah. is going to the Supreme Court. And that's so, is anything in this one, did they mention they're going to take it up? Or is no, this, they're going to kind of watch the California one and use that as a... As uh, a yeah, the Colorado one. Because the yeah, state, yeah. depending on what the Supreme Court rules, you might not be able to get your atheist cake yeah. at the local Publix. Uh-huh. Maybe, you know what, you, do you go to Chick-fil-A? No, they, they might not. They might not serve you. I I don't, I don't go. I don't go there anyway. No. If you give me a coupon, I'll go get free food there. But I'm not spending any money there. Except if it's a peach shake, those are awesome. Oh, oh see, <laughs> yeah, you're already selling out the cost. No, hey, no, University they, of Miami's on the phone. They want you to. They want you to come down and be a professor. Probably once a month, they'll they'll go at work and and get like a bag of Chick-fil-A chicken biscuits and bring them back to work. And I'll, I'll eat one because they're good, oh, you know, yeah. but I'm not spending any money there. They, you know, as long as they still, as as I think free. we talked about this on, on an earlier episode, as long as they are still giving money to that pray the gay away clinic uh, down in South Georgia, that they were, uh, it was one of their benefactors. Do they? Do they still do that? I don't know. In, in, in my world, they do. Uh, they, <laughs> so it's no, got to be it's, true. No, well, they, they they we and we talked about this and, and I, honestly I can't remember if if this was on one of the podcasts or if this is one of the ones that we recorded when we were we starting out that we ended up just throwing away and never did anything with. They had made steps back from their staunch you know stances that uh, I mean the earlier stances they had bad taken. For business. Well, right, it is right, bad for yeah. business and and the patriarch had passed away as well too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Truett and the son has taken over who's. He's, he's, you know, just as Christian as daddy was, but he's, at least he's, he's stepped, stepped back a little bit on the political side. And is that it? was always my, my thing with him is, I don't mind, a lot of people hate the food. They go, oh, it's too salty or it's whatever. I don't like this. I don't like I that. Like, I like your sandwich. It's chicken. How you fuck up a chicken, man? I mean, it's the most eaten meat in the world. You can't really go wrong, you know, with, with chicken, uh, especially white breast meat. So, you know, it, it's. Martin's it, makes a pretty good uh, comparable chicken, though. You ever been to Martin's? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Would you like him? I've always got, like, the sausage egg biscuit. Oh, you didn't have the chicken head. sandwich? Oh, their chicken no. sandwiches are awesome. Huh. And you can, Martins, if you're listening, you can send us. <laughs> yeah, like, some this episode brought to you by the friendly people over at Martins. <laughs> you may, you may find out that you find out that Martins isn't oh, down with oh. your beliefs. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. What, what about happens that? then? Or would you rather be willfully ignorant so yes. you can continue yes. to enjoy? I'm not going to Google that shit. So. Oh, well, you know what? I'm going to Google it for him. I'm going to force you <laughs> into a choice. Some information. I'm gonna, you're going to have know to know nothing. You're, you're going to have to. You're going to have to back up your convictions. <laughs> and. Now, this was this morning. Pence, is, is he with the Olympic people now? Or He's supposed to be leading the American. Yeah. So did he miss the it's prayer breakfast? Today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was the opening ceremonies? Was... They're on TV today. I don't. I'm not, a, I'm not. I'm not. Olympics, Olympics already started. Okay. So, so the time difference. So he's yeah. done that. So he's in he's, he's in South Korea right now. I think now. so. Yeah. And so he missed the prayer breakfast. Uh, he yeah. might you, still be standing you, at the DMZ you, staring yeah. him down. <laughs> you know he's pissed about <laughs> missing the prayer breakfast. Oh, I'm sure that, he is. That's his thing. Man. That's his wheelhouse right that's there. That's true. The kind of thing I was thinking about is, is he got Trump there who... Is probably it. scoffing under his breath at, at, at these, you know, people that he's, he's like a marionette on a string, you know, controlling. And meanwhile, the guy that actually buys into all this yep. is yep. halfway around the world. Pissing off skaters. Yeah. P- pissing off our athletes. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> do you ever remember a team or a player? I'm sure there had to be a player here or there, but a whole team just not wanting to go to the White House. 
after winning a championship. Golden State. I think the whole Golden team said pretty much just said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And but that's only you know that's ten, fifteen. That's fifteen guys. Well, then, well, then you know, uh, the Trump coach. said they were uninvited after they decided they were. Oh, right, coming. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got to yeah. fix that. Yeah. yeah. But now the Eagles. I didn't realize how evangelically that team. The coach. Is. Well, the whole team. They were. They, there was like a video showing all these yeah, players. They are interviewing all. Every one of them was thanking God. Yeah. Right after. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Right after right the game, right, like yeah. one after the other, boom, boom, after boom, the other. Boom, boom, boom. And you never hear, you know, yeah. God made me drop the ball. Not my fault. You know, talk to God. He, you know, God was pissed at the yeah. the other team. You know, I guess they're, I guess they're sad, prayed harder. And you all know. the kids that died and stuff, you know, with cancer and stuff, because he was focused on this game. Yeah. You know? So that just makes no sense. So is that whole team going to go to the White House? I haven't. Heard I think there's, there's going to be some. Some, some, some. I'm sure that over the years there's been an NFL, you know, Super Bowl team or a World Series baseball team that went to the White House, and for whatever reason, a player or two. Did not attend. I don't think some of the. I, I think a few of the Patriots didn't go. Didn't the last, go last time, year. last yeah, time. I, yeah. so. I would love to see the statistics on yeah. the number of players per championship team that went to the White House that had players missing, and see if there was a direct, you know, correlation. You're just going to make it an Obama Trump thing, aren't you? Sure. <laughs> well, not, not even necessarily that, but going back. Carter, and I can go back that far. Carter, but, but Bush, Bush, Bush two, and and Clinton, and, and you know. Yeah, there might. And just see, mm-hmm. and why, and and really, because who started who started all that? Where the the championship college football team went to, to, to you know, White House. got to go to the White House. When did yeah. that start? Was that, yeah. you know, I Nixon, thought it was Disney World. Kennedy that was the big thing. You know, who? Yeah, Disney, We're going to Disney, Disney World. They pay, they pay you a good yeah. chunk of money to go do that. Good chunk of money. Really? Yeah. Grand Marshal Parade, to say it, but then to go to the parade, actually go and do it. Mid six figures. It's, it's, wow, it's a lot of cash. Do they still do that? Do they still? Yeah, Nick Foles yeah, was, was, there. was there. Oh, okay. Next day, yeah. Oh. Grand Marshal of the parade. Dang, we good. And you know, Jesus wanted them there. <laughs> <laughs> Even uh, Jesus it, now, like now, can you can you imagine the blowback if Dan Patrick, like interviewing Nick Foles after the game, mm-hmm. said, "Did Jesus? You know, you say he works in mysterious ways." Did Jesus want Carson Wentz to tear up his knee yeah. <laughs> in order for you to, you know, achieve this amazing goal? And then just wait for the answer. Yeah, yeah. Can you stick the mic there and just shut up? It, yeah. I think social media would melt. Because well, he's yeah. he's screwed no matter which way he answers. But yeah, no, none of the uh, interviewers. Ever push back on that? It's like, so, you know, what about all this other stuff that went on that, that Jesus didn't ca- take care of? Mm-hmm. Nobody asked that question. Sounds like something an atheist would say, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, if I was interviewing, I would do that. I hope you get the gig next year. <laughs> totally. Don't, hope don't you count get the on gig. it. I don't, <laughs> I don't think you'll see me there. Well, you won't be able to order. You won't be able to get a cake or a Chick fil A sandwich. Nope. <laughs> nope. All right, well, a little quick calendar of events coming up for MASH. First of all, we just had our deep dive last Tuesday. So the next one is going to be the first, first Tuesday, Tuesday of March. It'll all be in the liner notes. First Tuesday of March yep. is Blake Smith. He's a member of the group. Uh, he's the host of the podcast Monster Talk, which is the official podcast for Skeptic Magazine. Yes, it is. Uh, which ties in nice with our book club. Skeptic Magazine, Michael Shermer, we're reading The Believing, the Believing Brain. Brain. That's coming up the 
third third Wednesday, Wednesday of this, this month. month. Yep. At the Blue That's Mist. at the Blue Mist Cafe. That is also it's the twenty first because we looked at that. Yes, we did. Yep. Uh, it's also the exact same night as the Bart Ehrman and Mike Lincona free debate at Kennesaw State University. So uh, any, any any group members out there that aren't club uh, book club members. By all means, so, some people that aren't in a book club need to go check this thing out and report back to yeah, us absolutely. Ab- about it. And and lastly, coming up in Nashville, St. Patrick's Day, NanoCon. Uh, we're looking at taking a contingent of us uh, up there for the day's festivities. All-day event, there it's nanocon.com, N-A-N-O-C-O-N.com, uh, C-O-M. And it's, it's on got St. All Patrick's the, Day. It's on St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day in Nashville. Right. St. Patrick's Day, NanoCon. NanoCon. That, you know, you couldn't pick another day. Now, there's probably a day for every saint, but, you know. Mm-hmm. This year, it's weird because you've got all these holidays falling together. You know, Ash Wednesday and, and Valentine's Day on the same day. Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day? Ash Wednesday is on Valentine's Day so this year. Ash out of yourself on Valentine's Day. You go pick up your date. She's oh, got a we big didn't say we're going to give up for Lent. We. That's what's right. this we shit? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to give up. You're Lent. giving up. Are you still giving up social media for Lent? Uh, I kind of already started. <laughs> I know. Day. I was going to say, how so long has it been since you've been on Facebook? A couple, three weeks. Okay. I'm is still, it, is, is still, this a, still is this a dry run for, for Lent? You uh, you know what? I, I, I honestly, God, I don't know. Okay. I got ta- I just got tagged on a in a post from y- your your wife. Oh, is trying to proselytize me to come back on Facebook. Oh, because she's tagging me and like oh, she can't yeah, just like leave it alone. She's like trying to suck me back into social media. Well, she you're, she's kind of like those emails you've been getting. You've been talking about getting the emails, getting you to come, trying to get you to come back. I got one. I got one from yesterday. Facebook, that, really? Yeah. Facebook How often are you getting them? Uh, not as not every day anymore. I got the last two. I got were that you sent a message to me on Facebook, and I like I really, I'm sorry, it is not enough for me to log back in. But <laughs> it's nice to be thought of. It's nice that that I think Kim is trying to suck me back in. And I'm, oh, I'm sure she I'm is. I'm trying to find my center without social media. It has been interesting. That would be neat. Maybe I'll try since, that for Since she popped in on the last one, she probably wants to talk podcast you know, notes back and <laughs> forth with you. That was her bumping the door. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, I thought it was a cat. This one here, uh, you didn't make it to the deep dive on Tuesday, but uh, this one here, Jeff. I was occupied. Jeff is literally. Uh, he's advocating for, for Kim's own segment on the podcast. Yeah, Kim's you know, Corner. Getting Kim called, worked up. And, and I said, well, the only way that one of the wives is going to have their own little corner, so to speak, on, on this particular podcast. I don't know, I don't know it, if we're going to look where this is going. Is if all <laughs> three of the wives do it. The problem is their names are Kim, Katie, and Kelly. It would be like the KKK corner. We can't have the KKK corner. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, We could just for publicity purposes. <laughs> could we get a cake made? Yes. yes. I, could, I, could, yes. Oh, I could see the Atheist Podcast has KKK corner. You know. so, they could be the Triple K's lady corner. Do, do we want to yeah. rock it to the top of the iTunes charts bad, or not? Yes, yes. I mean, Definitely, you know, controversy, bad the K, the No such bad thing. Press is, is good press. Bad press. That's yeah. right. All right, we'll do it. All right, well, we'll, we'll leave that uh, <laughs> open for further debate. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, on that note, uh, we'll, we'll see you in about two weeks. Right. Thanks for listening. Good night.
devil, I'll shoot him with my gun. He made me mad, the devil's bad, the devil is a bum. But the devil is my friend, the devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil will go, the devil is my friend. And Godzilla is my friend, Godzilla is my friend. Wherever I go, Godzilla, go, Godzilla is my friend. And Shrenko was my friend, and Grishnik was my friend. Just bumped up now, Gorbachev is my friend And Frank Sinatra is my friend Frank Sinatra is my friend Wherever I go, Sinatra goes Frankie is my friend And love and rockets are my friends Love and rockets are my friends Was someone invented a party? And the devil is my friend. Yeah, the devil is my 